to my clothes with an awesome power. It tells me to defeat you. I'll get rid of all of you, once and for all. You want a real fight? I can't afford to lose. I'll do all I can to defeat you. Let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's get this shit, let's go. Top of the morning, 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 top of the morning. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another video. And in this video, we will be getting to somewhat of a you know, guilty pleasure of mine, if you can't tell, we're gonna be doing another nostalgia side review of Mobile Fighter G Gundam. And whether or not this series is as good as we remember it, or is it just nostalgia clowning our mind and our judgment to make us think that something from the past was a lot better than what we remember. You know, I'm doing this for you, not me, you. But before we get into this series, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on G Gundam. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. So, let's get into a series that if you grew up watching Gundam Wing, you probably end up skipping just because you got older or maybe you just ended up not being super into anime. Mobile Fighter G Gundam is the most shonen Gundam series there probably is. Honestly, if you are into Gundam for its political commentary and thoughts on war and watching children commit the M-word, then this series is not for you. I'm not gonna lie to you, the nostalgia for this series is heavy for me. I used to love this series as a kid. The video game Gundam Battle Assault 2 on PS1 had me on lock and my boy Malik would actively beat a lot of us up on the block and palm some of our faces and scream burning finger with which from mercury kindly airing at the time of this recording and honestly being really good and well animated i recommend checking it out if you haven't it got me thinking of g gundam g gundam is something different entirely and that's not a bad thing imagine a gundam series that is basically jojo's bizarre adventure gundams are basically stands at this point there's a tournament arc the power of love and friendship prevails and there's basically the equivalent of Super Saiyan and Key Blast in this series. G Gundam is just, you know, dumb fun with a lot of dated racial stereotypes. Mobile Fighter G Gundam, also known in Japan as Mobile Fighting Legend G Gundam, is a 1994 Japanese animated television series produced by Sunrise and the fifth installment in the long-running Gundam franchise under the direction of Yasuhiro Imagawa. It was the first series in the Gundam franchise not set in the Universal Century timeline, being set in the Future Century timeline instead. The Mobile Fighter G Gundam television series originally aired in Japan from April 22nd, 1994 to March 31st, 1995 for a total of 49 episodes. The show would not reach North American audiences until many years later. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, a series that succeeded G Gundam on Japanese television in 1995, was first localized in North America by Bandai Entertainment in early 2000. Gundam Wing was, as you know, the huge banger in the United States, while being broadcast on Toonami, often being Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, and was the highest rated program of all of Cartoon Network at the time. In late 2001, Bandai acquired the rights to distribute an English dub version of G Gundam with voice casting recorded by Ocean Productions. The English language version of G Gundam premiered as a free screening at the Sony Metreon Action Theater in San Francisco on March 30, 2002. G Gundam began airing on Toonami on August 5, 2002. Due to the channel's censorship policy, some edits were made for the broadcast, you know, mainly involving altering the names of several mobile fighters such as changing God Gundam and Double Gundam to Burning Gundam and Dark Gundam, you know, 
kids in America. Whatever. What are you going to do? But the show also aired on the channel's midnight run as part of its Saturday program in November 2002. Cartoon Network officially dropped G Gundam from its afternoon schedule the following June. Oh, I almost forgot to bring up, bro. The theme song for this? That the intro for G Gundam goes so hard, bro. It goes so hard. And then there's also this announcer dude, bro. Yo, honestly, the swagger they, they put into the little details of the series, unmatched. So, now I've introduced you to G Gundam, let's get into the plot. In the future century, humans have ruined the Earth. Kind of like real life. But anyway, much of mankind has abandoned Earth for space colonies, with each country on Earth having a corresponding space colony, which I find to be a much more simpler concept than Gundam Wing, but this is a much simpler show. Instead of having wars, a Gundam fight, aka the Olympics, is held every four years where representatives will pilot a mobile fighter and compete with other Gundams until only one is left, the ultimate tournament arc. The winning country is allowed to rule the Earth for four years until the next Gundam fight. A scientist, Dr. Raizo Kashu, builds the experimental Ultimate Gundam, whose purpose is to restore the Earth to its green glory. However, it is stolen by his son, Kyoji Kashu, who escapes to Earth. As the 13th Gundam fight begins, his brother, Domo Kashu, is forced to become Neo Japan's Gundam fighter to free his father, who was arrested and sentenced to cryogenic sleep following these events. He must also defeat his brother Kyoji and destroy the ultimate Gundam, which has since evolved into the ominous Devil Gundam. So that's the plot, it's pretty simple. Now let's get into the characters. G Gundam has a lot of characters in play with very unique personalities and really a plethora of creative Gundam designs, but I have to add the heavy amount of dated racial stereotypes that would not be able to be released today, I think. So let's start with our main character from Neo Japan, Domon Kashu. Domon is the pilot of the Shining and Burning Gundam, which like, these are awesome Gundam designs and the finishing move that is absolutely like a beast. Like, Shining Finger, Burning Finger, Seki Haken Tioken, I don't even know if I said that right, but those moves slap. Domon is a very likable main character, very good natured and kind hearted. However, Domon is brash, impulsive, emotional, and mad impatient. Domon is one of those characters who wears his heart on his sleeve and sometimes lets his emotions overcome his better judgment. But that was usually balanced off by his partner Rain, who's more level-headed with her personality. Domon is highly determined to free his father from his frozen imprisonment and find out why Kyoji, his brother, has stolen the Devil Gundam and get revenge. But despite the obsession with his mission, he possesses a strong sense of justice and will usually set aside his own mission when the weak and powerless require his protection. Because of this, his mentor, Master Asia, has called him a fool who loses sight of what is necessary at the most important time, and a fool who is slow to make decisions. He spent 10 years mastering the school of the undefeated the East, and was later passed down the title of the King of Hearts. Next, we have Rain Mikamura. Rain is a compassionate and empathetic person, and she never turns her back on those in need and always helps others, and she's both kind and clever, but she is also not a damsel in distress type. She became Domon's closest ally and supporter, an eventual lover. She's a brilliant mechanic and doctor. Although initially studying to become a doctor due to her father's orders, Rain returned to Neo Japan, joining Domon Kashu as a mechanic of his Shining Gundam. Next, let's get into Kyoji Kashu, the older brother of Domon Kashu and son of Raizu Kashu and Mikinu Kashu. Basically, same thing applies for Domon here. Kyoji is a kind and gentle person who loves his younger brother. He taught young Domon to have faith in others. Kyoji was one of the scientists who worked on the Ultimate Gundam along with his father. 
Taking the Ultimate Gundam, Kyoji escaped from the colony of Neo Japan and traveled to Earth. The damage that was taken by the Ultimate Gundam and its artificial intelligence caused it to become the Devil Gundam and Kyoji its pilot. So those are the characters that are most closest to Domo. Let's get into some of our other pilots in this series, starting with Chibity Crockett, bruh. He is Neo America's most famous boxer and as well the queen of spades of the current Shuffle Alliance. And I'll get into the Shuffle Alliance more later. Chibity is the pilot of the Gundam Maxwell, which is dope because it takes his shoulder armors off and puts it on his fist to be used as boxing gloves or like powerful strikes. He is our typical representation of an American in Japanese media. Very jolly and all about America and expresses his emotions a lot. He also tends to call every character by their English speaking names like, hey Japanese. Don't know why he does that, but he does that. When Chibity was young, his mother managed to save enough money to live in the Neo-America space colony. As they and other colonists were gathering to depart, a group of hijackers dressed as clowns arrived wanting to take the ship. For some reason, Gundam Wing and G Gundam has a thing with clowns. Chibity was taken hostage by them and his mother was killed in the incident. He was left to fend for himself in the streets of New York and gain a fear of clowns as well, which honestly, that's like any of us and it lasts until his adulthood. So after a rough childhood, Chibity was scouted as a boxer. His skill eventually won him the right to travel to the space colony and eventually became their Gundam fighter. Along the way, Chibity met a group of four young women trying to get to the colony by stowing away on a transport. Seeing a spirit similar to his own, Chibity decided to hire them as his Gundam crew, aka Chibity get the hose. Next up, we have Argo Golski, the pilot of the Bolt Gundam and current Black Joker of the Shuffle Alliance. The Bolt Gundam is crazy since Argo is a prisoner and walks around with shackles on his arm due to his dominatrix parole officer Natasha Zibigov or whatever. The Gundam has a ball and chain as a weapon and then uses it to like devastate people with its attack power. Argo was a space pirate of neo-Russian origin. Him and his crew conducted various deaths before being captured by the neo-Russian military. In one incident, Argo's ship was intended to escape law enforcement officers when it accidentally crashed into a small space station. Due to Argo's large size and strength, special measures were taken to keep him under control. In order to keep Argo loyal, Neo Russia installed a small bomb on his chest and kept his crew captive in a secret location. As long as he does his bidding, he can get to them one day. Next up, we got George Desan, who is kind of my least favorite pilot out of all of these guys. He is the pilot of the Rose Gundam, which is also a dope design and reminds me of how the gun format is used in Witch from Mercury with its Rose Bits attack and he walks around with a rapier sword, so that's kind of dope. And he's also the current Jack of Diamonds in the Shuffle Alliance. George is a French noble from Neo-France who had been born into the Dassan family, nobility who are loyal to the Neo-France government. He sometimes speaks and acts in a condescending manner, but he has no malice towards anybody. He was trained in the art of fencing by his butler, Raymond Bishop, who was taking care of him ever since he was a baby. George's goal in the 13 Gundam fight is to bring honor to his home nation. He's also all about popping bottles and always keeps a bottle of champagne in the, in the cockpit of his Gundam. And the last of the pilots that might be actually one of my favorites is Sai Saichi, the pilot of the Dragon Gundam that represents Neo-China, which, come on, it has dragon mouths, arms, breeze fire, and uses this flag technique to fight with and create illusions. The Gundams and G Gundam legit go all out with creativity. He is also the ace of clubs in the current Shuffle Alliance. Saisaichi has a cheerful personality, but he is a bit of a goofball and a bit of a leecher. He can also be seen enjoying his hobby of Chinese cooking. Saisaichi is the grandson of Sai Fei Long, the champion of the fourth Gundam fight tournament. His father, Cylon Bei, wished to revive the Shaolin Temple, forcing him to leave Sai when he was very young. 
At first, Saisaichi was not serious about rebuilding the Shaolin Temple, but after reading a letter left by his father, he changed his mind and became passionate enough to risk his life to achieve the goal. He has been seen as lacking in training and inexperience in many areas, but has continued to grow in the series as the youngest of our main characters. Next up, we have Schwartz Bruder, aka Racer X. <laughs> He's affiliated with Neo Germany. He's a man with an excellent eye for observation and intelligence who occasionally appears in front of Domo to point out his problems and give him some advice. He really is mostly an enigma, but shows up mostly to guide Domo and the rest of our main characters through the plot and honing their skills. Next, we have Master Asia, first the pilot of the Hao and Kowloon Gundam of Neo Hong Kong, but later in the series becomes the pilot of the Master Gundam, which is absolute flames, bro. Basically can do everything Domo can and more. Master Asia was Domo's teacher and the former King of Hearts in the Shuffle Alliance. In the later half of the series, Master Asia was more commonly referred by his other alias, Undefeated of the East. He has a very stoic and strict personality, but also can be compassionate. Although his words are harsh, he is kind to his beloved Prince Domo, who he fights many times even after they become enemies. His personality and skills have earned him the respect of many people in the series. And I know I keep bringing up the Shuffle Alliance, so let me explain to you what that is. The Shuffle Alliance is a faction that appears in Mobile Fire G Gundam. Members are identified by a shuffle crust on their hands. Which, prior to our current main members, were Master Asia, the King of Hearts, Max Burns, Queen of Spades, Alan Lee, Club Ace, Tree Sigurev, I don't know if I even said that right, the Black Joker, and Nassius Kircher, Jack of Diamonds. Through the past 4,000 years of history, the mysterious secret organization known as the Sheffield Lions watched over humanity from the shadows, intervening to steer the world away from destruction and enforce the codes of conduct that govern warfare. They're basically the Illuminati. There we go. So now that I've introduced our cast of characters, our merry band of pilots, Let's get into my thoughts on G Gundam. So G Gundam really does open pretty chill. The series starts with us being introduced to Domon and Rain and really figuring out his ideals and who he is and how much of a beast he is with his Gundam, all while showing the terrible condition that the Earth has been left in since it's basically used as a battlefield at this point. The Gundam fight basically has qualifying rounds or fights that while on Earth, if you are defeated by another representative, then you are ineligible to fight in the main tournament. The following are the seven articles of the Gundam Fight International Regulations, which honestly, I feel like this bends a lot because a lot of things be happening in this series. Rule number one, a unit whose head section has been destroyed is disqualified. Rule number two, a Gundam fighter must never aim at the cockpit of an opponent's Gundam. Supplement, accidental harm inflicted on the Gundam fighter during a match is acceptable. Number three, a Gundam fighter may repair any damage to their Gundam as often as they desire and move on to the championship league, as long as their head section has not been destroyed. Number four, a Gundam fighter must take full responsibility for protecting their own Gundam. Number five, a match shall only be held on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Number six, a Gundam fighter shall not take the honor and dignity of the nation they are representing. Number seven, the earth is the ring. Supplement. Destruction of property on Earth due to the Gundam fight is not considered a crime, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it. That's nuts, bro. It really is just a battlefield. And then we have the final tournament additional rules, which upon the start of the finals of the 13 Gundam fight, Wang Yufa debuted some controversy to it. Rule number one, unlimited repairs, improvements, and substitutions are acceptable during the final tournament. Rule number two, victory may be obtained through any means, including targeting the cockpit. And rule number three, the final winner of the battle royale will be awarded the title Gundam of Gundams. 
kind of dope as a title if you ask me, but there we go. So Domo, while being the representative, basically travels the earth with a picture of his brother, asking every person he fights if they've seen this man or if they know him, and mostly we don't know anything because, I mean, think about it. The earth is mad big, bro, and you asking people all over the world, like, you seen this dude? Like, come on, bro. Throughout his journey, in the beginning of the story, he does run into other main characters in the story for different plot purposes, which, honestly, they waste no time getting the ball rolling after episode 2. Now, normally I've gone beat by beat through the series and kind of explained the whole plot of everything, kind of somewhat episodic, but I'm not going to do that here. But for the first couple episodes, Domon Khan just travels the Earth, and he gets introduced to our other members of our main cast, you know, all the other pilots who are part of the Shuffle Alliance, and he ends up having fights with them and finding a way to, like, build a bond with them each time he meets them, and, you know, just so on and so forth, until eventually he gets some more clues as to where his brother is. So, a couple of episodes pass and we head to Shinjuku and get introduced to Master Asia and him and Domino are just giddy masking up people to see each other and recite their Undefeat of the East poem. Turns out the Dark Gundam is making an army called the Death Army that's been spreading and he wants Domo's help to take them out. But, while doing so and trying to get to the source at Tokyo Tower, they split up. But Domo on his way runs into each of our four other main characters who seem oddly sus and also Master Asia's kinda sus too. We get to Tokyo Tower to find out that our guys have been brainwashed and taken over by Kyoji and Domo starts getting jumped and the Master Gundam appears out of nowhere and Domo tries to shine a finger it and he uses Darkness Finger leaving Domo helpless but Rain pulls through and helps him use the attack again and drives them all off and they fly away leaving him there beaten and Master Asia shows up out of nowhere when Domo awakens and says to him like oh well I guess this will be harder than expected. Eventually, Rain does some investigating on her own and comes across the bodies of allies that we've met along the way, and they're being held in these tubes and being infected with Devil Gundam cells, or aka DG cells. She frees them, and they let her know that they were all tricked by Master Asia, and he's been on the side of the Devil Gundam this whole time. Gasp! Who would've thought? Meanwhile, Domon is chilling with Master Asia without any clue, and they get attacked by the other four pilots, and Domon is pleading for them to come to their senses, and Master Asia then pushes Domon, and while in his Kowloon Gundam, it exploded, revealing the Master Gundam, and Domon cannot believe his eyes. He is like, Nani? As Domon is about to get washed up by Master Asia, the OG Shuffle Alliance appears in their Gundams, which are all shaped like their crests, which honestly is not the best design, but that's neither here nor there. Master Asia gets away again with the other four pilots and tells Domon to come meet him alone at Tokyo Tower. As Domon goes, he does get ambushed by the other pilots, but they all get handled in classic shonen fashion. You know, they get the whole, don't worry, I got this, go on ahead, by the current Shuffle Alliance members who eventually all sacrifice themselves, realizing our squad is to be the successors and cleanses them of DG cells with, I don't know, magic or something? I, I can't tell in this series. Master Asia don't give a damn though, cause he makes fun of their sacrifice, which enrages Domo to activate his super mode. Mode, mode. And he blasts Master Asia away. But he's not defeated, obviously. So our new Shuffle Alliance is then trapped underground with their crews due to an earthquake and Rain stumbles across the Devil Gundam absorbing mobile suits from the Death Army because the Devil Gundam is like organic in some way? I don't really know. She is attacked by one of the suits but is saved by Racer X, I mean Schwartzbruder. Master Asia then finds Rain and attacks her and Domo saves her but lets Domo know that it's too late and the Devil Gundam is revived and then washes up everyone in the Shuffle Alliance Domon too was about to get washed up, but then he gets saved by Schwartzbruder. Domon gets an opening to attack and destroy the Devil Gundam, but can't bring himself to attack the cockpit, still thinking of his brother. So he attacks the base and gets all the Shining Finger energy absorbed. 
fully reviving the Devil Gundam and letting Master Asia get away again. Honestly, bro, Master Asia just keeps getting away. Like, I don't even know how he pulls it off. So, Master Asia's always running away, and at this point, it's just Master Asia playing with Domon emotions, and Schwarzbruder is trying to train and teach Domon how to use and control his super mode without anger. And we get a little mini training arc of Domon finding himself and testing his abilities against everyone in the Shuffle Alliance to prepare for the fight against Master Asia and the Devil Gundam. So, as the finals approach, Domon is with Schwartz training and then the Death Army approaches and Domon tries to call his Gundam but it's too far. So the Rider Die Rain decides to pilot it herself and go to Domon. But she gets tricked by Master Asia on the way there but Domon and Schwartz are able to save her and board the Gundam challenging Master Asia to a 2 on 1. We are all about jumping people in this series. I don't care. It is what it is. Hands on hands on hands. The other members of the Shuffle Alliance all escape the Guyana Highlands. Domon stays back to defeat Master Asia and the Devil Gundam. Meanwhile, in the Neo Japan Space Colony, Major Alube and Dr. Mikamura decide to send the God Gundam down to the Guyana Highlands as the Shining Gundam doesn't have enough power to defeat the Devil Gundam. Back in the Guyana Highlands, Domon is getting thrashed, getting washed up by Master Asia, who is bent on forcing Domon to engage in super mode. The attempts at angering Domon are working and he is slowly losing control until Schwarzbruder shows up and tries to calm down Domon. Schwartz leaves, hoping Domon will calm down if he fights alone, but Domon anger gets the best of him and he goes on a rampage. Master Asia is easily able to fend off Domon's wild attacks, but Schwartz comes back to Domon's aid. Master Asia destroys Schwartz's cockpit, seriously injuring Schwartz in the process. This calms Domon down and Schwartz reminds Domon of his training in the cave. Realizing what his training was for, he achieves a serene state of mind, unlocking the true super mode. He easily defeats Master Asia and attacks the Devil Gundam with his shining finger, seemingly destroying it. Schwartz's mask then falls off as he stops Master Asia from reaching Domon. So, all four members of the Shuffle Alliance reach Neo Hong Kong for the finals. However, Domon is still not there. Still trapped in the Guyana Highlands, he spots a Neo Japan capsule containing the God Gundam. Attacked by the Master Gundam, he sacrifices the Shining Gundam to reach the capsule. Which, honestly, the send-off of the Shining Gundam was done pretty well. However, the combat data from the Shining Gundam is required for it to move. Using some experimental device, Rain is able to take control of the Shining Gundam and transfer the data manually. So on his way to Neo Hong Kong, he is attacked by four unidentified mobile fighters and this slows him down with Domo barely making it in time. So at this point, we enter our tournament arc, which is pretty, pretty good, but I'm not going to go through each matchup that happens, but Domo ends up winning all his matches, fighting a ton of cool themed Gundams, and our other members of the Shuffle Alliance all go through tons of character development and moments throughout this tournament. Master Asia is at the side of his boy, Susboy Wong, so they make sure each match Domo has is extremely difficult. However, during this tournament, Wong is plotting to revive the Devil Gundam and realizes that a female pilot is needed in order to bring out its full potential. So, he kidnaps this girl named Alan B, who has like this Sailor Moon type Gundam and is really, really strong and it also has a Berserker mode. Like, bro, they have all the things in this series, bro. Like, all the Shonen things are in this Gundam series. So, at this point, Domo ends up blacking on Rain, which is not cool, bro. Rain is your ride or die. This was not cool. But he blacks on her because she was supposed to protect Alan B. But Rain gets salty because she's a little jealous of how much he cares about Alan B. Which she should, bro. You, Come on, man. So, out of nowhere, Fumsaiki, Master Asia Horse, comes and delivers Domo to Master Asia. Wong hears of this and releases a Gundam head to kill Domo and Master Asia. The two fighters get stuck below ground, 
as always, and call a temporary truce until they find the way to the surface. Master Asia then teaches Domon the Seki Hatenkyoken, a new move which is basically a Kamehameha or a Hadouken. And when they reach the surface, Domon disposes of the Gundam heads with ease. Meanwhile, back with the Neo Japan crew, is discovered that Rain resigned as a member of the Gundam team because Domon was mean to her. After this, Domon is then set to fight against Schwartz in the next match by Wong, who also rigged the arena with 5,000 bombs. This dude is nuts, bro. He's nuts. And he finds out that Rain also joined up with Schwartz after quitting. Because, like, she also wears this mask that looks like Schwartzbrew's mask, but it's painfully obvious that it's her, but whatever. The match starts, and Domon gets pummeled by Schwartz. After a while, Schwartz decides to end the fight because Domon repeatedly profuses that he needs nobody but himself. But Domon finally learns that he needs his friend, and above all, he needs Rain to win. Schwartz attacks, and Domon uses the Sekihaten Kyoken to defeat him. The ring explodes, and Domon is victorious. At the end, the paramedics have to take off Schwartz's mask, and it's found out that Schwartz is really... Kyoji Kashu! Woo! Plata twist! We found that Schwartz is actually an android made up of DG cells, so not really Kyoji. But after this, we found that Rain's dad also ain't shit. At the hospital, it's revealed that the Devil Gundam was intended to restore the Earth. This whole time, you know, Dr. Kashu's plan was not meant to really create no menace. He was trying to bring back the beauty of Earth. However, Dr. Mikamura, aka Rain's dad, became jealous of Dr. Kashu's work and betrayed him and his family to Alubi to get his power. When Alubi arrived to take the Gundam and use it for the military, Kyoji's mother died trying to protect her son, and then Kyoji took the Gundam, went to Earth where his programming was damaged, and then it captured Kyoji. However, he managed to make an android of himself to guide his younger brother Domo. Alubi used Domo and Rain to find the Devil Gundam. From this point, we enter the final parts of this tournament. A full-on Gundam Battle Royale fight on an island, which I'm not gonna lie, it's fire because all types of foul play and jumping is going on at this point. There is no fair ones. Mass Asia has four goons, the Heavenly Kings, which are the same Gundams that tried to stop Domo on his way to Neo Hong Kong. And they were held off, you know, eventually by each of the Shuffle Alliance because Shonen, go on ahead, I got this. So after Chibity and George have defeated the Grand Gundam, Allen B appears and seems to be under the influence of the DG cells and Domon tries to reason with her. Then, the Rising Gundam piloted by Rain attacks the Noble Gundam. Rain manages to save Allen B by destroying the Walter Gundam. I'm just naming Gundams at this point because there's just so many of them. Schwartz and Kyoji sacrifice themselves so Domon can destroy the Devil Gundam's cockpit, defeating it. So there we go. It's also revealed that Wong was using Master Asia to get control of the Devil Gundam. It's like people were being manipulated all over the place, plot twists all over the place. Can feel a little ass pulley, but it's still interesting. So the final fight begins, Domo versus Master Asia. No more running away, it is going down and it was actually really, really fire. During the fight, Domo does convince Master Asia that his plans would have failed anyway with good old talk no jutsu. After defeating Master Asia, Domo shares one last touching moment with him. As they recite their poem, you know, the undefeated of the East thingy, and Master Asia dies in his arms, you know. I just died in your arms tonight. Anyway, Domo burns the Master Gundam in Master Asia's body, proclaiming it to be the last time he will shed tears for Master Asia, because honestly, Master Asia been doing him dirty the whole series. Meanwhile, Dr. Mikamura has cured Allenby of the Devil Gundam cells, 
and he and Rain are collected by the Neo Japan military. So Domo ends up winning the tournament and gets everyone to pass for the shenanigans, but Rain feels absolutely horrible for what her dad did, and it's pretty heartbreaking. We found out the Devil Gundam needs a core life unit that can reduce life to function its full potential, which technically it needs a female pilot since, you know, females in the series, they give birth. There we go. Alube, who is Japan's military leader, plans to use Rain for the core life unit and shoots Dr. Mikamura, who has tried to protest him and offers Rain to the Devil Gundam as the core life unit. Domo looks for Rain in the hospital and instead finds Allenby, who tells him that Rain feels that she must make up for her father's sins and therefore left for Neo Japan without him. After Dr. Mikamura desperately radios Domo for help, Domo attempts to go into space, but he is stopped by Wong and the Walter Gundam, who informs him the Devil Gundam is reactivated. However, Master Asia Funsaki appears out of nowhere, not Master Asia, but the horse, and it helps defeat the Walter Gundam, and Domo arrives in space. So not gonna lie to you, this Alube dude been off the radar for so long, by the time he showed up, I was just like, who is this guy again? Like, where did he come from? So. Alube now has a Devil Gundam at his full power and puts Neo Japan at level 1 wartime status. But, though diabolical, he does not risk innocent lives, ordering an evacuation of Neo Japan's space colony, then kills the soldiers under his command. With Neo Japan now the rules of the universe, Alube intends to abolish the Gundam fight, unknowingly sending the Earth back into war times. Basically, he tried to pull a, well, now that we run it now, no more elections, no more uh, no more Olympics, we're, we're the rulers forever. So, the Shuffle Alliance and all the space colonies basically unite together to stop this threat and save Rain, going all up inside the Devil Gundam in space and tearing it into pieces. Alube meanwhile decides to get back into the Gundam fight and pilots the Grand Master Gundam, which consists of the Master Gundam and the other members of the Four Heavenly Kings combined, creating the colony's power source. So the Shuffle Lions do a father, son, son, and son, and son Kamehameha against it and win. So amidst all this chaos, Domo's dad eventually is taken out of cryogenic stasis and tells Domo the only way to stop the Devil Gundam is to destroy the core unit, which basically means he has to destroy Rain. So kind of a pickle here. So Domo refuses and says, I'm gonna go on my own and get her. But thanks to the Devil Gundam's self-recovery, the Grandmaster Gundam is resurrected and the Shuffle Lions struggle to defeat it. The Devil Gundam colony begins extending towards Earth, taking over most of it. Almost taking complete control, it is defeated when Domo finally admits his love to Rain and it gets to her with the power of anime. You know, she can hear everything, she's kind of in this frozen kind of silver metallic stasis, but him admitting that he loves Rain frees her from the shackles. Of the Devil Gundam. This allows Rain to break free of the Devil Gundam's control and together they perform the erupting god finger Seki Ha love love tenkyoken technique destroying the Devil Gundam for good and we live happily ever after the end. Honestly that love love tenkyoken was absolutely fire. I used to love that move in the PS1 game that I used to play. Oh man, man, what a what a great finale, bro. The finale of this series really just goes, it, it just keeps escalating. It just keeps escalating. It gets crazier and crazier and crazier and it doesn't disappoint. So now that I've gone through the plot of the story and kind of gave you my thoughts on it as we went, let's get into my conclusion on it. Overall, do I think that G Gundam is actually good or is it just nostalgia clouding our judgment? Like I said before, I think G Gundam is just good fun and actually has such a simple plot and storyline to follow. 
there aren't a bunch of rebelling factions and the big bad government we're worrying about. It really gives traditional basic shonen vibes with good fighting and some cool art and designs and it's just as JoJo's as Gundam can get. At no point did I ever really feel bored watching it. Sure, could it have been about 10 episodes shorter? 100%. If this was 24 episodes, I think it would be a stronger show. But I also know it isn't what people are looking for in their Gundam. So I can say if you're an avid fan of Gundam and its rich themes and you know its war plot lines, then this series is not for you. But if you're just looking to have some fun with Gundam, then I overall recommend this series. So if I can give G Gundam a rating out of 10, I would give it an 8. An 8 out of 10. And check it out if you have time. So that's my thoughts on G Gundam. Let me know your thoughts on G Gundam in the comment section below. Also, if you end up enjoying this video, be sure to hit me with a like. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel as well as the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. So, on that note, y'all, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I'm feeling like as I create like every day and I'm on to